Welcome back to episode 3 of DuoQ. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I'm Kendra. And, man, what a week. A ton of announcements that Mm -hmm. we can't wait to cover. And a bunch of new content and a lot of games, especially ones that we play. But let's just start off with our weekend gaming. What have you been playing this past week? Uh, Well, last episode I was talking about how I wanted to get out of iron (laughs) in TFT. Did that happen? Yes, I am bronze four now. (laughs) Yay me! (laughs) And what was your strat? What was your combo? My combo was either... Defender mascot or um, Infinity Team. Oh shit! What was the next thing I did? Infinity Team Defender. Yeah, those are strong. We don't know what you're talking about, but good on you. And Ace. <laughs> Always throw an Ace in the beginning because they can kill people up to fifteen percent. Nice. Yeah. Did you play anything else? Um. Hmm, let me let me think. I don't think so. I played Real League for yeah, the first that, time in a long time. How'd that go? You know what? Pretty good. I was support, so I feel like that's the role I'm most comfortable with. And my ADC, although, you know, you, you can't live with them. You can't live. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were my ADC. How'd you think it went? I don't know. We won. Yeah. One lane. Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you? What have you been playing? Um, so I, I don't think I brought it up yet on the podcast, but I'm hyperly addicted to Magic: The Gathering Arena. Been playing the card, the physical card game since I was young. Yeah, it's a great and, one. Yeah, now it's in. It's been in digital format right before, like a year before COVID. So they're coming out with a uh, new Lord of the Rings set, which. I haven't pre-ordered, but it looks good. Um, I did finish my last Battle Pass. I am Diamond to Magic the Gathering. On diamond. Top of th- diamond. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> what the fuck? What? You don't remember me diamond. being... Diamond. Oh, yeah, right. You were streaming, and I kicked your ass, and I'm a bronze. Oh, Okay. I, I am Diamond I in Magic kidding. of the Gathering. Well, good for you. Yeah, That's well, pretty good. Yeah, I've been Diamond for four months. But yeah, good for me. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I give an update to my Diablo 4 review. Um, last time I was talking about how the gameplay was bland. They definitely improve it. I, I've beaten it. Just to give a heads up, I have beaten it. I'm in the end game now nice. where you grind and stuff. I really wish they were promoting more of an MMO style, but most of the stuff you can just do by yourself, which is fine, but I feel like that's not where the genre's heading. That being said, it is still fun. I have a lot more endgame to do. There's um, four world tiers right now, and then um, there's rumors of a fifth coming out, so I'm on world tier two, which is bad, actually. Um, but hopefully I can get to three soon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. all in all, I would recommend buying it. Especially with the story. Nice. The story did pan out, didn't let down. 
Wasn't it like super awesome? Like you were like, oh yeah. my um, gosh. They have some cool cinematics. Uh, even to the end, you're pretty much guessing what's going to happen. Some people are going to be upset by the ending. I was not. I am not. I just wasn't. Can you tell me? No, I'm not going to spoil this <laughs> yet. The game just came out. Uh, we can talk about it later. But it, it was a good one. On the heels of that, we also had Summer Game Fest happening. Yep. And then uh, Ubisoft and Xbox had some shows. So a lot of announcements. Any in particular you were excited about? or? So I'm pretty excited for uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And in, obviously Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy XVI coming out. Yeah, it's exciting. It's pretty exciting. And then, well, there's so many, but... A cyberpunk. Cyberpunk coming out. The expansion. That's pretty good. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty was the new expansion announced. And I didn't really play that, but you put a lot of time into it. A lot of time. I put like 62 hours into it when I didn't have any time at all. I know. And people... <laughs> if you aren't parents, I think people would be like, oh, that's so casual. But if you can devote 62 hours into a game... Um, actually, I was pregnant. With who? <laughs> With your son. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it was great. Like, that was a smooth game. Smooth opening. It, it was great. Combat's great. Everything was awesome about it. It was a little glitchy, but nothing too weird. And this is what I love about Kender being a gamer. Is So I'm like deep in the news. So I know all the controversies when that game launched. I know everything. Kender doesn't know anything. No. She watches the trailer and she's like, I want to play that. So she doesn't know that this game was in the making for almost 10 years, that it was supposed to revolutionize gaming. Yeah. Nope. She sat down, played it, and pretty sure launch day, she was the only one that purely loved it. <laughs> um, I played a little bit. What you have to know about me is it's really hard to lock me down in a game unless I'm really passionate about it. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I didn't get the glitches or anything. I only got in maybe four hours, but you, you went a lot further. Yeah, it was very minor, but I fell in love with that game pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a good game. Just where it, like those games that give you choices in the beginning. Like you could be good, you could be bad. You could you could literally go and do the main story, or you can go and do sides, like. It's good. Good content. Yeah, that's good. Um, obviously, it's by CD Projekt Red, who did Witcher 3, mm -hmm. which is why there was a lot of hype behind it. Um, Witcher 3 also is going to have a new thing. Well, yeah. Oh, sorry. Wit the Witcher Season 3 is coming out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super hyped for that. I didn't watch Season 2. What do you think? Um... I liked season two. I watched it in like literally three days. That's impressive. Um, but there are some things in Witcher 2 that are a little... I didn't like. I'm not going to spoil anything, but... Yeah, some gruesome stuff. But anyway, it was pretty good. I don't know what where they're going with Witcher... Sorry, season three. Um, but I'm excited. Yeah. I don't want to, like, say too much if no one's watched The Witcher 2. Like, sometimes I did that. Like, I did that with Euphoria. I watched the whole thing. But, like, I waited until the whole season was out before 
because they they release it by date. So like some people like to binge watch their stuff after a certain amount of time. And that's what I wanted to do with Last of Us. And I still haven't done it. So Last of Us, the TV show that came out on HBO Max based off the game. Yeah. I was like, I'm just gonna wait till. I think the all the episodes have been out for. I don't know, two, three months. Still, when you watch the first episode. But I like that game. But I get where you're coming from, that you just want the whole content in front of you. You don't want to wait week to week. Well, it's uh, on Netflix, so you, I mean... Right, yeah, you you're can, right, you're But, right, like, some yeah, people... Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you wanted to wait till season two to watch the entire season one to get a good flow with it, then, I mean, kudos to you. Right. It's great. Um, so, Carvel, what's his name? Who? <laughs> the main actor. For what? For The Witcher. Oh, um, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill? Sorry. I believe his name is Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. He makes it. I don't know what I'm going to do. He's a good when actor. He plays World of Warcraft. Yeah, he's a nerd. Yeah. I forget what he said during an interview, but he was all like... You, you were looking at his pecs? I was looking at his face. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gorgeous. Gorgeous guy. <laughs> God damn it. I'm losing to Superman. Gonna... No, he's really good in The Witcher. <laughs> I didn't like Superman. He's in Superman. Usually, that's a, Superman. that's a funny story. Like, I went to go see Superman. Actually, I went with you. Well, and a group of friends, really, yeah. not together though, <laughs> and I was making fun of it the entire time. And you, as you know, it was in three D. Like you could do the three D glasses. Yeah, I can't see in three D. When was that? What year was that? Oh man, I don't want to like Google 2012, on the spot. Right? No, I think, I think it was two thousand fourteen. I think it was fourteen, maybe thirteen. Okay, well, anyway, where are my glasses? About, we're talking about Man of Steel. Yeah, where are my glasses? Been making fun of it kind of the whole time. No, like, no hate to anything. I just, I'm not really into the superhero genre. But, you know, I get in the movies. Like, I get forced to go to these movies. And I'm sitting there, and it's a scene. Everybody knows the scene I'm talking about. I'm just going to say there's a tornado involved. I'm not going to give any context. I think everyone knows that. Well, no, okay. th- they right, might not right. have seen it. Okay. Anyway, everyone gets it gets dead quiet, and everybody looks at me because I'm not making fun of anything anymore. I'm not talking anymore. Yeah, I was annoying. Doesn't matter. And tears are going down my face. <laughs> All you can see is glasses, me smiling, and tears going down my face. Kevin Costner, no, no, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't like that movie. It was bad. Didn't enjoy it. I have a friend who is hyper dedicated to that, like being the Superman movie. This is gonna revolutionize DC movies because they've been pretty bad besides the Dark Knight at that point. And then even after watching it, he wouldn't like admit that it was bad. Uh, and then one day he just cracked. What did he say? I don't remember what he said. I just remember that <laughs> moment being like. He's like, yeah, that movie fucking sucked. Because yeah, oh. it did, it did. Because uh, it ends with Superman killing someone, which is all against his character. Even more so than Batman. I don't know. I don't Didn't really like remember it. the ending. Also, Spider-Man 2 got a uh, release date for the PS5. 
It's in October, which is exciting. I know you barely played. Yeah, I, I, f- I fully played the first one and the Mile Morales like half sequel. So I'm super excited to be able to play that. I love Venom. I think he's a great villain. Venom, 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 Venom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that I think that'll be good. Uh, man, Insomniac though, those creators, they've they've run a streak. I believe. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they did Sly Cooper. Remember that uh, raccoon game for the PS2? He's like a thief. Oh yeah. I mm-hmm. believe they did that. Or was it Ratchet and Clank? What's Ratchet Clank? <laughs> Ratchet and Clank, it's like he's like this fox guy. Okay. And he has a robot named Clank. Cute. Yeah, I, I haven't really played him, so I can't explain it too much. I know Insomniac had a huge part in um, PlayStation, PlayStation's history. But I can't remember what game it is. And I don't want to look it up. I want this to be genuine. It's bothering me, though. Uh, yeah, but Insomniac has been doing great with the Spider-Man series there on PlayStation, which is good. Also, there was Alan Wake 2. Yeah, I, uh... Alan Wake 2? Oh, is that about the Banishers? Rishishir Shosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Sorry. So, that game looks cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a, no, no, it's that, another that, that choice one, That one's called Banishers. No, Alan. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, you're good. That's no, that was part of Summerfest. There, Banishers, which you saw the trailer, I didn't, but yeah. it did look decent. No, Alan Wake Two is a sequel to like he's Jeez. an FBI agent, I think, in the first one. Right. And then he goes into a house where murder supposedly happens, but then he gets flipped into the ghost world. That's uh, fun, and this reminds me. Ooh, I, I just slapped my hand. Sorry. This reminds me of that game where you're a detective that can talk to ghosts. Yeah, by right? square, or are you go- a ghost? You're Square Enix. No, it's some. Yeah, you are a ghost. You, oh, the ending of that you, was so sweet. Did you beat it? On? No, but I sat next to you the whole time. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I was in. I was generally invested in the story. It wasn't bad. I was like, "What is that girl doing?" <laughs> it, it got it got repetitive, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. What was that murder mystery? You know, something along those lines. It was a Square Enix game. Uh, but back to Banishers, that one looks interesting. It looks like so basically, it's like demons and devils and kind of like The Witcher in the sense are like on like the human race is on the decline or something, and this guy's traveling with this girl who's trying to find her murder. And she's a ghost, so you get to find different people and then cast judgment on them. I don't really know what they meant by that in the trailer, but basically you can banish them to hell or let them stay on mm-hmm. Earth and stuff. That's what I'm getting from it. <laughs> Do you think the choice is going to matter or no? The choice? I think it does matter, but also... a lot of games will like make the, you think you actually have a say in the choice, but it's... The ending's the same no matter like what. Like that detective game, man. Kinda, I kind of yeah, messed yeah. up on that. Yeah, right. I would say everyone's guilty. <laughs> you're guilty! Oh, oh yeah. Uh, you're talking about L- L.A. Noir. Yeah, I would literally be like the bad cop every time. 
been like, that bitch is guilty. <laughs> you came in, you're like, no, you're not playing right. <laughs> I'm like, Wait. I'm the cop. But yeah, I think that ban- back to Banisher. Sorry to get sidetracked, right. no, but you're good. I think there's a little bit of a love story between a ghost and a guy. <laughs> ushy gushy. Unless there's a twist, and oh, he's no. the murderer. You have to buy the game to find out, I guess. That's sick. You're traveling with your murderer, but yeah, gonna have to buy the game. Gonna have to find out. Uh, yeah, I think that's coming out this year. It's coming out soon. And then from there, we saw one of, well, both of our childhood favorite characters show up, Sonic. Yeah. So they're releasing a 2D platformer with him, but it's four-player co-op, which nice. is weird. I don't know if it's going to work for Sonic. I don't know. I never it's picked like up... Mario Party, but for Sonic. <laughs> what? This, this podcast is dead. Nothing. What? Nothing's real. What's There's a platform for your, your Mario Party jokes, and we've had enough. It's literally four person. It sounds like a Mario Party game. No? Not at all. All right. I'm sorry. Canceled. But no, so this is... The Skull. <laughs> This is a 2D scrolling Sonic game where it's four-player co-op. So think um, think uh, the new Super Mario Bros. Wii U version where it's a Mario platformer, but you could all play. You could either play as Toad, Luigi, Mario. Basically, four people could play. That sounds like fun. So they did this with Sonic. Now, I don't think it's going to work for Sonic. I mean, most of his games don't work these days anyways. But, uh... I, okay, I think... and. It, don't take me the wrong way, okay? I think that it will work for kids. <laughs> oh, maybe. I yeah, think you're right. You have TV shows going. Yeah, 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 I think that's where their demographic right now. Unfortunately, that has probably passed for us. Well, that's kind of the whole point of video <laughs> games, right? Like, the demographic is normally geared towards younger people going forward. But I don't know. I just... I don't. I haven't seen any of his shows on Netflix or anything, but it doesn't feel like Sonic has ever been like a team guy. Like I know he has Amy Rose and Tails. Well, he's got Amy Rose for one thing. <laughs> but when you play Sonic the Hedgehog, you're looking forward to playing Sonic. Our Knuckles. I guess maybe. I like Knuckles. I like Varus. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. I never, at least personally, I never picked up a Sonic copy being like, I hope I can play all these people. But who knows? It might work. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. You're saying you didn't look forward to the digging levels. No. You didn't? No. <gasps> what? You didn't look forward to being the bat? You didn't look forward to being Tails or Eggman? No, I like Sonic. Oh my god. He's like in three different, like, he, they all have their, <laughs> I can't believe this. Really? That's so, that makes me so mad. Why? He's the best character. He is the, well, that's debatable. I like Knuckles. <laughs> but like, they're all different. They're like mini games. It's like a variety. You're saying, you're like, no, I like no, Sonic. No, yeah, I liked going fast. That's why I played Sonic the Hedgehog. Shadow wasn't bad, I guess. 
So you're telling me you would play the first episode, which I mean the things the episode the first level, which is Sonic when he jumps down from the helicopter. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> this, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is great. That ends. And it goes to I believe Tails. No, it goes or Egghead. No, it goes um you beat City it Escape, it goes who does it go to? I'm pretty sure it goes to Tails. No, you get the boss fight right after, right? Yeah, but that that's not what I'm talking about. No, I know. Who does it go to next? Probably Shadow or Tails. Oh, man, that's a fun trivia question. What's the next level? Yeah, what's the next well, level? Well, no, you remember it doesn't swap. I'm pretty you, sure you play it's the, Tails. You, well, you play the, I would bet money on it. You play the good or bad level. You couldn't. So when it swapped to Shadow. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, you're right. So you're on the good team right now. You're on Heroes. I, I have to look this up. I have to. <laughs> God damn it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to bet some money on that this is Tails. I remember it. He's like, okay. He's like literally on the phone. He's like, I, okay, Sonic. I thought it was Knuckles. <laughs> I got to get to Sonic. Like, remember? No, it looks like, you, looks like you're right. I'm right. I think. Hold on, hold on. So go Cityscape to Metal Harbor, but if I'm sure. Yes, he's in Metal Harbor because, yep. I'm right. Say it. Read it. Say it so they can all hear you. <laughs> no, no. Man, that yeah, background. that background is everything. So city escape. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes. And then the it boss. goes Wild Canyon. Who's what's Wild Canyon? That's the boss. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I just need a list. What the heck is your issue with the who you play with? No, I just need to know the areas. Like this shouldn't be that hard to figure out. Wild can Knuckles. Knuckles was the next one. No, it's not. Yeah, it's Knuckles. Knuckles. It makes sense. Remember when he's in the mountains? That's the second level. Alright. If you could sing a verse of Knuckles rap. I couldn't. And then it's Tails. I can sing it. <laughs> and then it's back to song. I'm losing my head. <laughs> I keep I trying to breathe and I'm losing my head. <laughs> no, isn't that the one where he's underwater though? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's No, 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 no. Sorry, he's not under water. There's one where he is, though. No, he's, uh... No, so there's I definitely one. Yeah, there is. One. It's a Halloween one. But no. that's not the one we're talking about. I'm telling you, there's pumpkins and shit. No, I know, but there's one where he's literally underwater. And I think it's his last one. We're really getting in a debate right yeah. now over Sonic. Oh, my... But my point is, is that you get through stage one. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like, I have to play <laughs> Knuckles and Tails at, before I can play Sonic again. <laughs> like, I was waiting to play Sonic again. Okay. Well, you gotta get those emeralds. <laughs> yeah, no, Knuckles was easily the worst part. You keep trying to control me. I'm trying to lose my head. <laughs> I think that's the route. Yeah, maybe. I would literally leave it on while I was going to, like, I don't know, clean my room or something. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have any music. Yeah, so what was the next one you were excited about? Cause it was, uh, oh, okay. So there's a really funny one. Is basically Pokemon, but with guns. <laughs> it's called Pal World, which looks super crazy. Oh, my God. The trailer was something else. It looks like a Pokemon clone until the one that looks like Electabuzz whips out a minigun. Yeah, just starts shooting everything. And, yeah. like, this, like... It's like an assembly line of Raichus just making guns. <laughs> it's like, but the world, like, the music is, like, 
la-di-da, and like, they just have guns, they're shooting each other with angry faces, and uh, there's like other Pokemon that are smaller, like getting eaten by other Pokemon, so they're like, hell yeah, survival definitely exists in this game. It's like a realistic Pokemon, and I'm assuming these guys don't faint at the end. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that so looked interesting. interesting. That was on Steam only, I think. Early access. Yeah, which reminds me that of like wacky games that we can find on Steam. Good Party pr- animals. Yeah. Have you ever played Gang Beasts? Which is kind of like a claymation like beat-em-up game, but the physics are insane. Party animals looks hilarious. It's coming out in September. Yeah. So just a couple months from now. And it just looks like you grab four controllers and just beat the shit out of each other's animals. Like, I, I'm even watching the trailer now, and it just looks insane. <laughs> the, it looks gorilla. insane. Yeah, like, imagine... But they have weapons, too. <laughs> looks like there's some... Um... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we're watching the trailer again. There's, like, Corky with a crossbow, but then they... Yeah, the game's insane. Like, there's King of the Hill, there's um, Obstacle Courses, looks like. There's, <laughs> I just watched a gorilla headbang, like a corgi and a cat. Headbutt. Headbutt. Head <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I said the not the right term. But yeah, look, it looks funny. I, I think that would be a good one. Yeah. It's a good party <laughs> game, for sure. Especially, yeah, it's like a classic, like, hey, guys, you want to come over, shoot the shit, nothing serious, let's just fucking play party animals. Your favorite, I think, go-to party game? And what setting? Like, competitive or casual? Uh, it could be, okay, I guess you could answer for both. Like, you're going to have friends over, it's not so serious. If it's not so serious, hands down, Jackbox. Jackbox. Any, any of them. Yeah. Um, they're fun. This is a good time, especially if you have, you need like-minded, like, humor friends. Like, we've had parties where people were, like, <laughs> so f- afraid of offending people. Oh, yeah, and then it's like you have to pick something that's not yeah, funny. Yeah, but then, no, I didn't. Yeah, me like, either. Yeah, so they'd be like... Gangbang. Yeah, that squirrel got gangbanged by wolves. Like, that's my <laughs> comedy. Like, yeah, no. Shit. This is why I, I can't have people over. No. Yeah. Next. Next. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, so my I, most competitive. Oh, you could talk over me. Yeah, That's I fine. Am. So my most competitive one would be Super Smash Brothers. If you get a solid group of people who know how to play Super Smash Brothers, that's a good time. It's hard. And this is no offense. I suck to, at that game. Yeah, this is no offense to anyone. If you have one or two people who do not know how to play. Yeah. It's not that it's not fun, but you kind of want that competitive, like, fight. You you want someone who's on your level, and then you have someone who doesn't know how to play. And that's... So you're, like, low-key calling me out on, on podcast? Like, I don't know. You never really played. It's just so hard for me. Like, I tried. I tried it. I played, um, my go-to is Kirby. <laughs> and then, what's your go-to? Toon Link. Easily. Toon Link? Why? What's your strategy? It's not a strat thing. I just enjoy the character. One of my favorite party games is definitely Overcooked. Uh, I think that... Well, let me speak before you yeah. destroy something for me. Sure. It's, it's a good game. 
you have to use teamwork. Um, you're, you know, you, you can pick your, <laughs> we play together, run fast and score, <laughs> make friends forever. <laughs> okay, sorry. All right, anyway, sorry, parent moment. Um, yeah, that game's great. I always go and pick the raccoon in the wheelchair. Yeah, but it's good. You use teamwork, you cut up some lettuce, you make burgers, you get them out fast. But on the same side, I kind of wish there was a mode. It was strictly no. restaurant. Yeah. Like strictly no, no, no fuckery. No, yeah, no obstacle courses while you're trying to make a burger. Like the shelves don't move, nothing. Like there's just a waitress and you guys are cooking up some pasta. Like, you know, yeah. and you get to watch people eat it. I think that's a you thing. I don't care if they eat it or not. You never played a game and, like, enjoyed watching people eat it? No. <laughs> One of my favorite games was, like, a diner dash for penguins on the um, <laughs> on the PC. Like, mate, I have so much time on my... He was, like, the only 15-year-old on Club Penguin. <laughs> I wasn't allowed on Club Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank God. We saved the next generation from you. Yeah, you don't need me on Club Penguin. But, um, yeah, no, this Penguin game was like Diner Dash, except for the food would change. Like, they would order a shake or, like, there was just a variety of food that they'd order. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, so cute, like, the art. Yeah. And they would eat it and they'd go, num, 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 and then they'd leave. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's hard because I'm trying to think. Sorry, I was trying to think of a game. Like, I felt the same way. Like, we played Overcooked and we had a fun time. And the puzzles are easy in the beginning where they don't bother you. You kind of still feel like a real restaurant even though the puzzle's there. But then before you know it, you're, like, trying to flip a burger through lava. (laughs) And then Uh, you're falling in the lava. And then you're falling out of space. And, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a game off the top of my head where you're like a real restaurant. Uh, I'm trying to think, though. Yeah, I don't think we... I don't. Yeah, I don't think we have anything. And I, I bet the issue with that is, is like, how do you make... <laughs> I think the issue with making a game like that is like... You can't do anything... In gaming to make cooking harder right like it's all like you can have time events you can have this like things can't burn so i think what overcook did is okay we can't make the cooking harder like you have a timer on the cooking so why don't we make it harder to get to the food or harder to prepare the meal well the whole basis about it was teamwork so maybe you're on the wrong side you're on the lava side and you need to figure out how to get a piece of fish sticks to your teammate without losing it right so how would you do that because we both just said we wanted a real restaurant game how would you make that harder in a game where like you can't split the level in half and make why does it have to be hard like why well, no, it needs to be ch- why can't it be realistic like but what would make you keep playing part of the, the food design well i think part of the upgrades. reason people play overcooked is because it's like oh my god we got all these burgers out in time yeah and but in like a real game, what are you gonna do? So, what are you gonna hit A to put the buns? A to put the beef? A to put the lettuce? It, like, well, you have to cut stuff up. You have to bring it to the. 
in Overcooked, you had to bring it to the cutting board or put it in the pot and boil it and then wait and the time. and. But how long would it take for that to get old before, like, you're just doing that? Listen, I'm someone who plays fucking power wash, okay? It doesn't get old for me, and I'm sure... Yeah, I I'm guess. sure there's a ton of people agree with me out there. Yeah, I know. I guess like, talking <laughs> it out loud, I think that Overcooked probably went the right route. But I do also agree that, like, when I was playing Overcooked, I was like, man, I just wish I could have this one level where the restaurant was normal and just keep doing that. Yeah. But uh, like if, no one's, if no one's done it yet, then. Or maybe it's one of those things that if you beat the level, you can have a normal version. But, like, unlimited mode. Like, I just kind of wanted... Want a money game, like, where you make the money. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I don't want to go too far off. Did you ever play Monopoly Tycoon as a kid? It was on a computer. No. So it took, like, I want to say the Monopoly board, but it took, it. you were in, like, a square area, and then everything was divided by the colors of Monopoly, and then what you would do is that you, and you were with, against three, uh, three other players, either, because um, the game's so old, humans that were on the same keyboard as you, or computer players, okay. and the whole point is it was turn-based, so you could take your turn, and... You could buy a plot of land or a piece of the land. So let's say like brown ave. You're like, I want this little piece of brown ave. And I'm going to build an apartment and a grocery store and all this. So the whole point of the game, instead of like normal Monopoly, it was kind of more like uh, you got the properties and then you'd make money on them. So you'd build apartments or you'd build the stores and then people would spend money there. So the whole point was trying to get... The citizens to come to your uh, properties in the game. Okay. It was so fucking addicting. Was it like a board game or was it realistic? It was more realistic than a board game. So it, you had the board game, but you made it like there was like. No, no, no. It didn't look anything like the board game. Oh, okay. So how do you know what you get? So you bought it. Right, but like, did you land on it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh man, I've been hunting this game forever, but it, you can't play it on computers these days. I think if I remember correctly, um, every oh, how did it work? I think every piece of land went on auction, and you started with like a set amount of money. Oh. And then you'd bid on it, and then that's how it would start. But then you could buy the other pieces as you got more money. It was so addicting. Yeah. I like... Because just watching the little people go shopping. <laughs> and, people. But this is... It's kind of like a, the overcooked restaurant thing. Like, you want to go see people eat your food. But yeah. this game was so fun because you build... You have to build a whole block. So each, like, for example, like Broadway or whatever was its own square. And the whole point about Broadway is that it was so close to, like amusement places and stuff which gave it more value but then you'd go and you'd build up uh, broadway so you'd build the apartment so people could live there or you'd build you'd invest all your money in the best pizza shop so other players if they own the next quadrant next to you if their food wasn't as good people would come to you because your food was better so oh, if, shit. So you could have shitty living, but if the food was good, yeah, people would buy it. But yeah, that's a whole tangent. Yeah, I would check it out if you guys can. It's called. I uh, love stuff like that. Yeah, me too. That's that's the first tycoon game I ever played, and it was young when I was a kid. But yeah, that reminds me. Oh, tycoon. 
Yeah, it was tycoon. Oh, I it was love called tycoon. it was called Monopoly Tycoon. I like the roller coaster tycoon. Yeah, yeah, that that's where a lot of people had their first experience with it. Yeah. But I did have a game that I used to play actually where I found this penguin game. It was I, Club Penguin? No. <laughs> it wasn't Club Penguin. No, but it was on the internet. Like it was through a web browser and I Club Penguin. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But it it was you get to pick between a pizza shop or a Chinese shop. And you get to pick, like, you guys start. So it was all about money, like, what you put into your business and stuff. And you, the whole point was to get more money and more people than the opposite. So if yeah. you pick pizza, then the, your rival would be Chinese. And if you pick Chinese, your rival was pizza. <laughs> but anyway, it was fun to watch your, like, get, like, a st- two-story. And you're making, like, tons of money now. But then it would end on, like, the 29th day. It was one of those day ones to, like, see where you were. Oh, yeah, I know. Monopoly Tycoon didn't, just like the board game, didn't end unless there was one person that owned everything. Oh, that's so made me, like, well, I don't know if I should go down that route, but Hoonicam was almost the same. <laughs> no, we have to Business. dedicate an episode to Hoonicam. Oh, let's talk about Fable. Ah, uh, yes. Fable 2 is announced. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, one of my childhood favorites are coming back, and that would be Fable. I like So Fable. it's not Fable 4. It's just a reboot of Fable. Now, I'm going to say the Fable tr- 2? Oh, so they're just doing it over. So yep. will there be Fable 2? If this game does well. I loved Fable 2. Yeah, so it's a reboot, not a remake. So it's like uh, if they're trying again. So if I had a guess based off the trailer, and as a lot of controversy, I'm not going to go down. I'm not going to entertain that. But if I had to watch the trailer for what it was, is fable. everyone should know what a fable is, right? Like it's a fable. It's a story that isn't real. I didn't know that. And I think this is what the trailer was trying to do at the literal sense is that they're really honing in on the fable part of a story. So I think the trailer trying to was trying to do Jack and the Giant Beanstalk there. And that's what they were going for. Um, obviously, I hope you can create your own character because... I didn't feel any connection to the character they showed in the trailer as the main character. And that was kind of... Yeah, what was the reason? Well, that's a crazy thing, right? Because if you watch the original Fables, I don't know about the trailers, but at least the games, you you, you couldn't customize them, but you felt like, okay, I can get behind it. Right, because if you picked magic, you would be skinnier. If you picked a warrior... No, no, it wasn't... No, you could... That's the thing. Throughout the game, like, if you ate pie, you'd get fat. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, how you design... It didn't matter the design. I'm going to go out there and say it. Say it. No one likes to play at the bare minimum with no backstory, no lore to it, nothing. An ugly character. No one wants to be just forced to play someone... You think they're ugly? So, like I said, I'm not going to go down the controversy of the trailer. I will say, though, that when the main character is the worst-looking one, it's not like... It would be different if everyone in that trailer looked that way. But they don't. Right. Just the main character does. It's a little... um, I don't know. I guess it is a little confusing. I like the... 
the guy talking. Yeah, he's from IT Crowd, show on Netflix. Highly oh. recommend. <laughs> uh, but it's just kind of him attacking the main character. Right. So right. is that the whole game? Like, what's the purpose? Like, I didn't get so the whole is, So point. this is what I got out of it. The point I got out of it was that instead of... Like, this wasn't the whole game. I think they're going to do fables. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to play through stories like Jack and the Giant Beanstalk, which is what that was. Yeah. Or at least there was more of, like, a um, mythological piece to it. I don't think it's going to play like the original ones. It's not going to be the same, but I don't know. So that was in-game footage, by the way. So those that wasn't, like, a cinematic trailer like those were the actual graphics in the game those were Hmm. what you can expect while you play allegedly i mean when you say in-game footage that's what that means who knows if they hold up to it yeah it's a day one buy for me still really but the trailer really didn't give me any confidence i love fable yeah fable is good all right what was next oh onisoft released prince of persia I mean, uh, the only one I really played was the one that people hated, which is the one where you have unlimited lives. So this one's another side-scrolling one, so it's going to be like the new Sonic game. Nice. I don't really trust Ubisoft as a brand, really. Why is that? Um, I don't know. They they kind of get a lot of credit for, sh- for stuff they shouldn't. Like, um, yeah, they behind Assassin's Creed, but that franchise has gone to shit. I mean, the Viking one wasn't bad. But... Oh my gosh. Um, what else? The South Park game uh, I found out was actually made, the first one anyways, was made by a completely different development studio right up until the end, until they got bought out. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Well, it looked cool, right? Yeah, it does. Prince of Persia is a cool IP. I like it. Um, it's definitely like a unrep- unrepresented genre, like the whole Aladdin style. You don't see too many games like that. And it's a fun style too because, yeah, um, the environment school and the idea of the character school. But I I don't know if I have too much faith in it. What about you? I don't know. I rem- I didn't really play those games, but I do remember them for PlayStation Three, like the one where you're like running around and. Trying to find something. Yeah, it's the same one. That's the one I loved, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one looked cool. Never really got to play it, but um, I don't really know. I mean, if it's there, I'll probably play it, but... Yeah, that's fair. Like, if you put it on the on the, the console. <laughs> but, anyway, I feel like we didn't get to talk about it very much, but um, Final Fantasy sixteen coming out. Um, it is, it is pretty a exciting. demo, too. So, if you have a PlayStation 5, you can actually play the demo for that now. Which people are saying is a really good demo. Yeah, that's exciting. Because I played 15, and it was a great game. Yeah, and this one's obviously done by Yoshi P. Um, Yoshi P! I didn't say obviously, actually. Uh, for those who don't know, Yoshi P is behind the highly successful Final Fantasy XIV MMO. Yep. Uh, very talented. I met he- him. You did meet him. You did. Uh, yeah. You didn't know you were meeting no, him. No, I didn't. I was standing in line at PAX to fight Shiva. A boss it was Shiva, fight. right? No, we were doing... Um, I forget. Yeah, the boss fight was like the platform, remember? It kept moving. Was this her blood... Re- blood... Re- no, I mean, uh, Stormblood? 
the, the storm blood was about to come out so i think it was a heaven's oh, word okay. boss so i was standing in line for storm blood because i wanted a t-shirt <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely Stormblood. And I was like on my DS because that's what you did back then with you wanted people's me's to come to your DS. Um, yeah, and he was just like shaking people's hand, like a really nice guy. He's just coming. But I down. recognize him because I'm yeah, you recognize him, and I'm like, what? And you're like, oh, you should be. And he's like, hi, I'm really. <laughs> he like introduced himself. I'm just going to say this. He's, like, very majestic. He, like, wears rings on his fingers. Like, he looks like he belonged in Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah. How does that look? Yeah, and uh, I got a picture with him, which was so great. I think he's one of the only... I I mean, I'm saying this as a blanket statement, but he's probably the only, like, higher-up game developer. He plays Final Fantasy XIV about, like, six to eight hours a day. So he makes it. And then he comes home and plays it. I I would be surprised if like the people behind any other MMO or even any other game really sits down. Do you think he tells people who he is? You think that would ruin the game, right? Yeah, no, no one knows his account. Sus. (laughs) No, I would you. No, no, I wouldn't tell people. No, why would you want? Because you want a normal gameplay, right? Yeah, you want to feel. I mean, so he streams when he streams his gameplay. Yeah. uh, He's drinking red wine. He does it. He drinks red wine. It's very few and far between, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy, but yeah, he's the one behind sixteen, which. Yeah. If we have to go off the demo, what I've been reading, I haven't played yet myself. Um, looks like it's going to be a great game. Uh, yeah. Yeah, can't wait to play it. Should be a good one. Sorry. Good stuff coming. What are you looking forward to this next week? Until next time we see you, what do you think you'll be playing? I think I'll definitely get out of here and play some League. Nice. But I've been staring at House Flipper for a little bit. They just got recently got a new addition to the game. Again? Yeah, it's like a yeah, <laughs> yeah like, charge to the credit card. Um, there's um, so in House Flipper, it's you know you can have people pay you to do certain things, but yeah. now you have the luxury like House Flipper. So now you can go on yachts and like. So you flip help. yachts. You can now? flip yachts and or like. Do you flip yachts or you just kind of improve them? Because who flips yachts a yacht, and right? flats? Yeah. What's a flat apartment? In it's England. a nice fancy apartment in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I thought I was gonna say. I think that's what they call apartments in Sorry, England. Sorry, I guess I don't know where I got that from. <laughs> so now you can like work on apartments. So the developers. Yeah, must like, be from but Europe. everything's updated. Like you can get like. Um, like the, there's new paints for the walls. Like I don't know. I get excited for that shit. Like you can. There's new appliances for the kitchen. Like I played the game when it first came out, where like the sink, the kitchen sink, like they barely had any detail, and now it has tons. You were an OG. I was an OG. I knew where it was going, and it was exactly what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking clean. Like it's one of those games. Like you show up to a client's house, or you can buy a house to flip. And, like, the house is destroyed. Like, people broke in the windows. There's garbage all over the lawn. And the grass is extremely high. Yeah. It literally went from... And you clean that all up and mow the lawn and, like, all that stuff. So, it goes from house original house flipper to holiday to, like, um, backyard. Yeah, there's like, a garden. They, didn't yeah, they gardening. add pets? And then they added pets, yes. Which I do have a little German shepherd that... 
follows me around everywhere I go. It's better than a real German Shepherd who doesn't. <laughs> they do. Lulu follows me. Well, good for you. But she's a puppy right now, so all she cares about is ripping things apart. So yeah. I'm torn. Yeah, what are you going to uh, be yeah, playing? So, so, so June 20th, Lord of the Rings comes to Magic the Gathering. You told us this. I did. But it comes out next week, so next week in gaming. Okay. I kind of want to just go like full in, so yeah. you get like an offer if you pre-order. So it's fifty dollars, you get fifty packs, and then special Ooh, cards. No and, can do. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> at the same time, I don't know. So I, I'm going to toy around with that. Maybe I'm playing um, Magic. But I think other than that, uh, I'm going to try to get further in Diablo 4. I'd also like to get further in Tears of the Kingdom there, the Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 game. Yeah. I, I definitely left off. I'm, I'm right at the Wind Temple. I did that. Uh, um, I don't know. What other goals do I have? I don't know. Why don't we end the podcast with a funny story from our past? Sure. Why don't you share... How our Magic the Gathering games used to go. Oh, I, I can hands down share that. And this is actually why I play Magic the Gathering with strangers online now. Opposed to my friends. So, or me, I guess. I'll play with you. I, you just, you're busy. No, no. You're busy more often than not. But my fr- one of my oldest friends introduced me to Magic the Gathering when I was in 6th grade. Maybe 7th grade. And um, I didn't, my, me or my parents didn't have a lot of money to invest in the pack, so I, I got what I could, played, was was it was. I, I let it go for a bit. I played Magic the Gathering online, which still exists today, but it's a really old-looking format to play the game. Um, when I got my first job, really invested some money in that. Um, not a ton, though, but enough to have fun. I, I felt like I was pretty good. But then once I got into my 20s, uh, I had a friend group where everyone had enough income and got invested into the actual game where we bought boxes. So those unfamiliar, you can buy uh, a box, a box which is a set of um, booster packs at a discounted rate. So you get a bunch of booster packs. And what you do with those booster packs is you open them, you draft them, which means you, every player opens up a set amount of packs. Uh, you go ahead and make a deck out of them. Um, so we did that, and uh, that was like to gauge the interest of my friends who were doing it at the time, and everyone seemed to have fun. I actually didn't. I didn't win. Actually, uh, one of my friend, one of my other childhood friends, won, and um, the prize was that you get to keep whatever we didn't open. The person who won got to keep a majority of what wasn't open. It was mm-hmm. a prize, and then like it trickled down to one second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. Uh, so then, since people were interested in it, you don't want to keep drafting because it's $120 a box. You kind of want to make your own deck. So people went down the route of building your own deck. So when you build your own deck, you need to go ahead and buy the cards for it. You know what cards you want. Um, I had spent on my one deck that to this day I have not lost on, which I make it sound like I play all the time with it. But I went to Friday Night Magic with it a couple times. I, I played against my friends with it. This deck is maybe 22 wins, zero losses. 
I spent three hundred and ten dollars. Jeez, it's not. In a card game, it's not though. You can find in a card game. You can find a card that costs that. Okay. So I, I go to my friend's house and um, everyone has made their own deck. They're excited to play, whatnot. <clears throat> and I will say that trading card games do have like a. If you spend the most money, you're most likely going to have the best deck. But a lot of this game, especially Magic the Gathering, is making the right move. You mess up a turn, which is called punting a turn, it can ruin your yeah, whole game. Which you can, I do like all the time. You can literally ruin your game on turn two without knowing you ruined the game if you didn't know what you did wrong. Um, at any rate, so go ahead and do that. Uh, so everyone has their decks, and I've I've beaten two of my three friends that are there at the time. No complaints. Get to the third friend. He's about to lose, and he makes me pull out the value of every card I have. So I have to go through every card of my deck, and he, he was wondering how much I paid. And uh, that kind of really ruined the experience for me because it's this wasn't some deck I found online. Yeah, they obviously the cards cost three hundred twenty dollars. Is nothing to scuff about, but it was a deck that I wanted to build, and I was playing for fun too. We weren't playing for anything. It's not like we were playing for money or anything. No. I just, I just, you just like to ruin it yeah. for everybody else. I, yeah, I guess so. I just like, <laughs> I like to win. And I, I thought, like, okay, this is a solid strat. I don't think people can beat it. And when you go to Friday Night Magic, which I don't know if it still exists or not, you're going against other people who want to win. And this is standard. So, what standard means in Magic is that it only includes the last three to four sets. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I had cards from the 90s, early 2000s, 2010s. We're talking cards that like literally got printed within the past three years. Can I ask what color was the deck? Um, yes, uh, green and red. Green and red. Yep. Hmm. So, so yeah, that, so that was dominant. Uh, green, red, and white. I'm sorry, green, red, and white. Oh, oh, the trifecta. The trifecta. So anyways... That was my first bad experience. The second one, now I, didn't I, I ask feel for a bad experience. As no, 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 no. Well, I was saying like why only play online now. Okay. Um. So then, the next time was bad on my part. I think like I I was playing with you and we were dating at the whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Some context there. I got really into Magic: The Gathering at that time and i made my own decks that i was so proud of from pure scratch from like, pure scratch no i she had no idea what the strongest cards in the game at the time were nope. she made her own deck and she was winning online with it against strangers and yeah she was winning. i liked it was a white deck and i liked animals and elks that basically i gave was, wings yeah, was, yeah and i had a nova card uh, well she always Kenner stable to any deck is that there's this random strong as fuck dinosaur that she tries to make fly. <laughs> yeah, like, that's actually my strat. Like, there's gonna be, and you're gonna get hit by a dinosaur with wings. <laughs> Eventually, you don't know when. You don't know when. Yeah, but it she, could be a black deck. It could be a green deck. There's uh, a dinosaur. But she hadn't really run into a blue deck, so that's what I decided to do. Yeah, so you know, it was a date, and you're like, "Hey, let's play Magic." And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, because I've been, I've been messing with people left and right, okay? So I could win this, no, like, no problem. So we play, and you choose evil blue deck. It wasn't even my worst one, but it was pretty annoying. It was really annoying. So, like, I got him to what? What are you, like, three health? Which, if you're a blue player, 
health is such like it doesn't matter to you. Yeah, but to me it did. Yeah, like, you think you're on the cusp of winning, but I knew. <laughs> I had three life to play with. I don't care. So yeah, so obviously his strat was to get rid of all the cards in my deck to make me lose the game. Yeah, so it's called a mill deck. But I had no idea because I'm new, so I had no idea that was even a thing. So which I, I think I you're not alone. I think anyone who picked up any card game. <laughs> but you kept putting my card into my hand and shuffling and constantly like your turn was retardedly long yeah and i'd be like like i don't know i started like with okay that's fine to what the fuck you just gotta keep doing that shit yeah. I, was, I thought she was kind of messing around so the whole point is that so i would mill her cards and send as much as i could to the graveyard and then anything she had on the battlefield, I'd send into her hand so I could send it to the graveyard. So she kept attacking, though. To her credit, she always had something to play because yeah, she, so she had this cheap deck where it's like the things don't cost a lot. So you're talking about two mana, three mana cards, like an elk or cat or something that could come out. So I got down to three life, and then she she was like ready to win yeah. because she thought she couldn't attack the next turn. Yeah. But in Magic the Gathering and a lot of other card games, if you can't draw a card, you lose the game. She didn't know that, so I yeah. went, good game. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm about to win. And then it passed to her turn. <laughs> you're talking about and bitch. Then, yeah, and then her map blew up, and then I was laughing. Yeah, he was laughing, like, ha-ha, like, in your face. <laughs> like, you know in anime when, like, the person, like, is looking at the ground and you can't see their eyes because they're so, like, sad or angry or crushed? That was me in my computer chair <laughs> that night. Oh my god, I, yeah. I was, I just started crying. Like, I was like, why would you fucking do that to me? You have beaten me since. Yeah, with a piggy deck. Yeah, the piggy. Call it. And no, I've lost a flying dinosaur. I'm telling you guys, if you guys ever get the privilege of playing against Kendra, even if you're, like, really experienced with magic. Yeah. Her deck, it's like, there's no rhyme or reason, but at the end of the day, there's a big-ass dinosaur with wings. <laughs> oh, at the end of the day, it's all about the dinosaurs. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's always been about the dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening in, if you are, and make sure to like and follow on the platform that you're listening on. We hope you enjoyed.